Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. The FX market has become the U.S. dollar's playground recently, and this upcoming week holds two central bank meetings and important data releases. Investors, of course, will be eyeing for the next moves in the FX market. I'm Cristina Marujos. Helping me unpack this week ahead is our lead investment analyst, Raf Poyetian. Rafi, let's start by looking at the United States. The non-farm payrolls are out on Friday. This will be the last jobs report before the November policy meeting. So I guess it's fair to say that the stakes are rather high as a 75 basis points rate hike isn't a done deal yet, according to market pricing. Therefore, what are we likely to see in the data and how could the market reaction be? Well, Christina, that is indeed correct, uh, because uh, although uh, markets are uh, edging towards a 75 basis point rate hike, um, it's, it's not they're not fully convinced of that. Um, but uh, I think, you know, as far as the Fed is concerned, uh, they've got no reason to slow down just yet. Um, and one of the reasons for that is the very hot labor market in the United States. Now, it's interesting that a couple of months ago, we were seeing some signs of a slowdown uh, in the jobs market. But lately, actually, things seem to be tightening again. So um, if we do get another solid report, uh, and not necessarily stronger than expected one, just um, a jobs report that is in line with the forecast, which is at the moment, uh, analysts see uh, the US economy adding 250,000 jobs um, in September. Uh, So I think we can be fairly certain that the Fed will raise interest rates again by uh, 75 basis points um, in November. Um, but uh, the, where things are at the moment in terms of the global economy, in terms of financial market, um, we are seeing the Treasury yields rising uh, to uncomfortable levels, taking borrowing costs to uh, uncomfortable levels for for businesses, for equity markets. Um, And uh, that we also have a very strong dollar. In fact, you could probably argue that the the US dollar is too strong uh, and that's causing, starting to cause some real harm for other economies around the world. Um, So we're probably at a stage where a good jobs report might not necessarily be good for the markets. Markets want to see uh, a point where the Fed can say, uh, you know, we're at a point we can slow down the pace of tightening. uh, And that would uh, take the steam out of the the dollar rally out of the rallying uh, bond yields. Um, So that's something to watch for in terms of market reaction next week. Let's uh, turn to the central bank front now. The RBA meets early on Tuesday. There's no doubt that it will be hiking rates. However, the debate is whether we'll get a smaller 25 basis points hike at this meeting. What are policymakers likely to signal and how could the Aussie react? Well, we've had some signals from Governor Philip Lowe that uh, they are looking at slowing down their pace of rate hikes, uh, which they've been going at a pace of 50 basis points in the last few meetings, so they could slow down to 25 basis points. Um, but uh, we also got the impression that they haven't really discussed it in uh, too great detail. So that discussion is probably going to take place uh, at uh, the step at, at the October uh, policy meeting. Uh, and there's a good chance that they may go for another 50 basis point hike before slowing down. And one of the reasons for that is that the risk to inflation are still on the upside. Um, that's partly due to the probably due to the Australian dollar's uh, recent uh, slump. Uh, in fact, uh, up until recently, the Australian dollar was one of the better performing uh, currencies, or the currencies uh, not 
falling so much against the US dollar. That's changed though in the last uh, week or so. Uh, the Aussie really took a, a big tumble uh, due to that turmoil uh, around the UK budget. So the RPA maybe might say, okay, let's go another 50 uh, basis points again, and then we'll slow down. But uh, either way, if, uh, if we do get uh, more concrete uh, signals of a slower pace um, on the horizon, uh, that would likely weigh on the Aussie. Let's stay in the region. The RBNZ also meets this week on Wednesday to be exact, and speculation around a more aggressive 75 basis points hike is gaining ground. What are we likely to see at the meeting and how could the Kiwi move? Yeah, so a lot of similarities between the RBA, RBNZ. The main difference being that uh, the debate at the RBNZ is between 50 and 75 rather than 50 and 25. Uh, now, we've had Governor Orr uh, saying that the RBNZ has already done quite a bit of tightening, um, but there's still a little bit way to go. Um, so, I mean, I don't think 75 basis points uh, is a strong possibility. Um, I think 50 basis points uh, is a good pace for them to stick to. Um, but you never know because like the Aussie, the Kiwi has uh, depreciated quite a bit lately. Uh, so that might maybe convince the RBNZ to go 75. Uh, but given that the, their projected terminal rate is uh, between 4 and 4, uh, 0.25%. Um, I think if they stick with uh, 50 base points, uh, they should be fine. But as far as the Kiwi is concerned, um, I don't think uh, it's going to make a huge difference. We're probably going to get just a knee-jerk reaction, and really, it's the you know it's the, the global risk sentiment that's been the main driver for the Kiwi. Um, so I think that's the that the broader picture for the Kiwi uh, is still pretty much dependent on the on the global risk mood. Finally, Rafi Canada will be releasing its jobs report on Friday, and we also have an OPEC meeting coming up. What other highlights should investors keep an eye on? So the jobs report out of Canada will be quite important, I think, because the last few reports were not so good. They were they were below expectations. In fact, we saw job losses in Australia, sorry, in Canada in the last few months. Um, so I think it's going to be important that we do get some improvement uh, for the months of September. Um, now, this might not be huge concern for the Bank of Canada just yet. Uh, and unlike the RBA, RBNZ, uh, the Bank of Canada has pretty much maintained uh, its uh, hawkish rhetoric. We haven't seen any signs of a shift um, uh, there as far as the BOC is concerned. Uh, but it might start to, if we see further weakness in the labor market, it might start to uh, weigh on policymakers' thoughts uh, later uh, in the year. Uh, now, we're also going to get the OPEC meeting. So that's another potential driver for the Canadian dollar next week. Uh, OPEC, there's good chances they will cut output um, and uh, that would mean higher oil prices. Uh, of course, the higher up the market reaction will also depend not just the decision itself, but uh, whether they're going to signal further cuts. Uh, and that could be bad for markets globally because one of the good things uh, to you know that we've been that we've had lately is the fact that energy prices have been coming down. Uh, so that's provided quite a bit of relief. Uh, but if we see energy prices uh, now going in, back into an uptrend, that would be good for that. That would be bad for sentiment. Uh, and should we see further turmoil, uh, the currencies such as the euro and the pound could come under pressure again. Uh, now they're rebounding at the moment, but it's a very fragile uh, recovery. A uh, lot of uncertainty about not just the impact of the UK 
budget, should they go ahead with that budget, but also, of course, uh, energy rationing uh, in, in the winter. Um, and if things do get really bad, we can't rule out um, Bank of England announcing an emergency rate hike. So that's potentially something uh, to be on alert for. Rafi, thanks so much. This was the Weekly Outlook here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.